revamping and redefining the way we look at our careers. This is Career Revamp, where we discuss all things careers and how to have the career you always dreamed of. Helping you go from settling to soaring and planning your career on your own terms. Now, here's the host of the show, Alicia Perkins. Today, we are going to be talking about myths about job security that is keeping you scared and stuck. I know that when it comes to job security, that is a big thing for a lot of people. They are, you know, on this pursuit of wanting to like look for a stable, secure job. But I really want to talk about some myths today that is probably keeping you stuck and scared. So I definitely want to be able to share with you guys some tips that is going to allow you to be able to just operate in your career at a place of where you can feel sure, um, especially in the times that we are in now. So let's go ahead and dive right in. You guys pretty much know the time that we're in right now. And I know that a lot of people could be feeling a little unsure and things of that sort. In times like this, there is a sense of security that you can feel, but it may not come from the source that you think that it would. I want to just kind of give you a, an idea of where you need to focus. Cause I know a lot of times you tend to not feel secure in your job and your role is because you pretty much have your focus on the wrong thing, but I want to be able to really allow you to feel secure, but in the right things. So let's go ahead and dive in and talk about what are those myths that people tend to believe that for one, that keeps their that really allows you to stay in a space of I'm scared, right? So the first myth that I want to address, one is that the longer that you stay in a job, the more secure you think you are. Because I've seen people, even the clients that I work with, they will be afraid. They will find themselves afraid of trying to even think about what's next, or they may feel like they want to do something new, but they start to feel a little afraid because they feel like, well, since I've been in this job for so long, they feel like that that job is safe. And the reality is, is that there's no job that's that's safe. There, there are some jobs that will allow you to feel a little bit more secure than some, but at the end of the day, there is no safe job. But I, I will see people, they will stump their growth because they think that if I stay in this job, in this role, then that'll mean that the job that I have is more safe. But I really want to talk about what is it that allows you to stay in a role and that really allows your job to be secure. Now, I want to say this because I just said there's no safe job, right? But there are things that you can really lean on to make sure that your role can be more secure than the people that you work with. And I don't think that people really think a lot about that, right? Especially in the times that we're in now, guys, you see people being laid off. But I do want to talk about when you are wanting to put yourself in a place, because I don't want to say to think that there's any tips or tricks to do to make sure, you know, but there are things that you can lean more into to allow your role to actually be more secure. For one, when it is really all about skills and it's all about the problems that you solve with your skills. And I say that because, you know, what people tend to think that makes their job more secure, they think that if I work extra hard or they think that if they spend more time at work than everybody else, then that that means that they like their role is automatically secure. But you can find yourself being one where you will overwork yourself, where you will go above and beyond. But they don't really know what it is that you do. They have they have no idea what it is that you really do, because at the end, end of the day, all they see is the actual result that comes forth and they do not really know. OK how in depth you are as far as the expertise or even the problems that you solve. So a lot of times when when you find yourself thinking, okay, I got to do certain things so they can know, hey, hey, keep me 
you don't tend to lean in on the right things. And so one thing that I've, I've been trying to share with people, is, especially in the times that everybody's in right now, is to get clear on your skills. And then also, it is so important to really become pliable. When I say that, I mean, it's like really being able to find yourself in a place where you know how to adapt. And a lot of people do not know how to adapt, meaning that you only know how to do something in a certain way. And if you find yourself in an actual environment when things are starting to change up a little bit, you freeze or you get stuck or you get unsure. But if there was ever a time to learn how to adapt, that time is now. So if you do have a role, right, it's really important for you to start really thinking about what is it that I can do in my job or, or how is it that I can learn the job that I have or find ways to even get really clear on your craft and really lean in on that. So you not only know how to use those skills, but you also know how to use those skills in multiple ways. I've seen with a few people, you know, right now, people are starting to really downsize. But what people don't think about, right, when they are starting to downsize, yeah, the work is still there. The work does not leave. The work is still there, right? So what I want you guys to really think about is even with the core skills that you guys have now, start thinking about ways outside of the box that you can start to expand those skills and also look for other ways that you can use your skills. And so I've seen with people now to where they would have been gone with everybody else, but because they were very flexible with the skills that they had, they actually stayed but they did not operate in that same role. Why? Because they knew how to be flexible with their skills and they also knew how to stretch their skills. And this, this is what I call, you know, you being able to understand what are your transferable skills. I think I say on every live stream, don't get caught up in those same tasks you do, right? But think about, okay, I can do this and it brings forth this result, but what are some other skills that I use that can also solve this problem or that problem. This is why it's really important. I think that if you really want to just master your craft and really get good in what it is that you do, you really have to really know that actual company. You have to start to really get clear on, and I'm not saying to like deep dive and things like that, but at least have an idea of not only the problem that you solve, but what are the other issues around you and start to look at those other issues and start to see, okay, how far does the expertise that I have stretch, right? Especially in these times now. And so again, I do not want to say that if you were laid off, then that means that you didn't do good. That is not what I'm saying at all. Because you can still do things very, very well. And at the end of the day, hey, it is what it is. But what I am saying is that if you want to look for a way to really stand out at work, get clear, y'all, on what it is that you bring. Now, it is going to be hard for you to lean in on this if you do not enjoy what it is that you do. Right. So it's really important that if you are one, you're like, girl, I'm starting to struggle doing the job they hired me for. Right. You're like, I don't even have the energy to even do this job. It is going to be harder for you to lean in on this in your mind if you don't enjoy what it is that you do. But all that takes is a mindset shift. That's all that it takes, y'all. It takes you not just trying to focus on the job that they hired you to do. But if you shift your mindset into how am I able to use these skills and the expertise that I've learned here for my next move, that's going to give you that extra push that you need to like move through all of this. And so I don't want you guys thinking that it's time, time, time that allows your role to be more safe. I want you to start to really lean in on is like, what is my actual value proposition? 
and I'll say this, you know, I know that it feels like everybody, you know, that thing, uh, there's a tough time right now, but that's not for the whole world. So don't think that, that this is something that, that is having to affect the whole world. No, there are, there are still some people, right. That are doing just fine in these times. So, and I say this because even if you feel like, Hey, I'm good right now. Okay. I don't think anybody's ever just good, but think about ways that you're even able to advance in the role that you are in now, because it can be hard for somebody to even think about what is that next step for them. Like if you were to advance in the role that you have now, when you haven't really even gotten clear on what it is that you really do in, in the, in the role. Right. So I want you guys to even start thinking about ways that you're able to really just grow your expertise, grow that skill set. And when you stay in a mindset of growth, when you are always trying to look for ways to improve, not prove yourself, improve, because a lot of people spend more time trying to prove themselves rather than thinking about what are ways that I can improve to two different things. When you're in a mindset of you have to prove that you have an expertise, that you have to prove that you deserve the job, when you have to prove that you are just as skilled as everybody else, you're actually trying to work backwards because you don't have to prove anything. They hired you for the job. So now your mind can't be on, I'm trying to prove, prove, prove. Now your mindset needs to be on, I need to improve. And when you are thinking about what it is that you need to do to improve in your role, now you are on the track of actually building something. Something is being built now. If you're only thinking about, I got to prove, now you are just trying to work the opposite way. So think about what are ways or things that you can prove and don't just make this about that job itself, but allow it to be more about what is it that I, that I can do to actually improve my skills because those skills are yours. You, you can take those skills anywhere. And so I don't want you guys to start thinking about the only way to advance in your career is I have to spend more time. No, it's about you being able to learn how to work smarter, not harder. So you being able to advance and grow and be paid the money that you should be being paid. It's about you having to think about and having to plan and having to think about what is the actual strategy that is going to allow me to see the success that I want. Not is, it should not be how much more time I should spend here. Because anytime you see certain ones in those high rank roles, you know, C-suite positions, I know um, in, in, in jobs I've had in the past time, a lot of times they didn't really spend a whole lot of time at work because they knew that they understood that the value that they bring wasn't in the time that they spent there. It was about the value. And and the higher that you move up in your role, it's more about how you think than it is about the things you do. It's more about you being able to be more strategic in those results. And you will also notice the more that you lean in with your expertise and your skill set, you will be able to do stuff in a much shorter time. Because now you're starting to lean more into mastering something. But I want to talk about that for a second. Because... If y'all ain't work mad, you ain't going to be able to grow in nothing, okay? If you ain't work tired, frustrated, I don't want to be here, I'm done. Look, it's going to be really hard to really just, and that's why I say mindset really is everything. You cannot master anything if you're mad, if you're frustrated, if you're overwhelmed, if you are burnt out. You cannot master anything because all you're trying to do now is just survive. And when you are in a, a state, when you are in a real constant state of this survive, survive, survive. Your mind won't even allow you to even think that far. It won't even allow you to even think about what's next because you like, I can't think about what's next. 
it's hard to even think about what's next. It, it's hard to even think about what could be when I'm trying to s- survive, right? And so it's hard to bring forth great results at work when you're in a mode of just survival. So I want you guys to even think about, right? First of all, like allow yourself to be in the right mindset. Because if you're not these tips and strategies that I'm sharing with you, it won't even make sense. You'd be like, girl, I ain't got time for that. You're like, girl, I'm trying to get out of here, right? But again, that that feeling of, I, I'm done, I can't. That feeling will slowly leave once you start to take action to move towards what it is that you want, right? So I want, I want to throw that in there because when I'm talking about you being able to thrive and being um, able to really lean in on your expertise, y'all, it takes the right mindset. It takes you being able to think beyond where you are now. Because there are times in your career where it's, it's going to get stressful. There, there are times in your career when things won't be going all the way right. But it's like it's so important to don't focus on where you are now. Focus on where you want to be. Because whatever you put your focus on, that is what's going to control how you feel. That is the thing that will decide what next steps you should take. So the next action steps should be okay. It's time to get clear on what it is that I want out of this next move. It's time to get clear on what opportunities are out there. But when you when you time, you done, you frustrated, you shut down, you can't think about that. All you think about and all you do is you'll spend the majority of your time doing is complaining and not understanding. Wait a minute. I have a little bit more control over this than I think I do. So I want to throw that in there because I don't want you guys to think that those tips sound nice and that's cute. It will be hard to receive what it is that I'm saying when you're not wanting to change what your focus is on. Because like I said, there are times in your career where you're going to be like, uh, things ain't going the way that I think that they should be going. Things have not lined up the way that I feel like they did, that they should have lined up. What is going on here? Right. But don't get caught up in that because there are people right now that are in a job search and that needs a job. Even you, if you feel like I need a job right now, it is normal to experience times in your job search where you may feel a little discouraged. Like I'm real with people. Like I don't sell people these pipe dreams and thinking that, hey, oh, girl, this whole job search thing is easy. Child, look, especially right now. So there could be times in your job search when things seem rough. It could be times in your job search where you get a little discouraged about things. That's normal, especially when you find yourself in a job search and you you were so excited about that job. You thought that, hey, this job is a one. Oh my God, everything's been going so great. And bam, you get another email studying that they went with somebody else. That don't feel good. But the important thing is to do is to be able to remove yourself. I always tell people, have a moment, but let's move on. Because that one, no, does not define your whole career. And it takes some no's in order to get to your yes. But if you allow the no to stop you, you won't ever get to your yes, right? And start to understand that when you feel discouraged, I mean, that stuff is normal. This stuff is life. You have to know and you have to focus on what it is that you want. That is what's going to drive you when you're able to lean back on your why and remember what your why is. So in those dark moments, when you feel like I can't see my way, Okay, like, yes, you can't see your way right now, but you should always be able to see your why. Like I said, I don't sell pipe dreams. Like, I only want to work with clients that want to do the work. It is hard sometimes, but but I say it all the time, but you are worth the work. And don't allow a season of things not going the way that you think that they should go. Don't let that one season define the whole path. <laughs> and it's not just in your career, it's in your life. There are so many people just in just, let me find an example, in just marriage, right? I've been married for nine and a half years now, right? And everything ain't always just great, right? There are times when you just go through stuff. But I've learned to let a season be a season and not just 
base everything on one season. And this is what happens a lot of times when people are having to experience hard times and, you know, with their spouse, they will literally allow what was supposed to be a season to just cancel everything. And they will throw away their whole relationship based on one season. And this is what people do in their career. They would throw away their whole career based upon one season. And so I want this to encourage you to understand, hey, there, there are times when things ain't going to always look right, but know that it's not going to always be that way if you keep the right mindset. Because there are times when you can't hold on to a season way longer than what you need to hold on to. There are times in your career when you can, you know, something that was supposed to be a season, you have gotten comfortable in that season, but you was never supposed to stay there. And so I always say, hey, go through your seasons, but don't wear them. You can find yourself starting to wear or starting to, what's the word? You're starting to just live in a season. Mm -mm. Just think about it. You know, you know, when you're on a trip, you're staying at a hotel, but your bags are packed. You know what I'm saying? Like you may have your bag open. You, you know what I'm saying? Like you're trying to get stuff out the bag and because you realize, hey, I, I do, I do got to kind of stay here for a while, but hey, I'm, I don't live here. And I want you to think about that even the hard times of your career. Hey, you know, I may have to be here for a month or two, but this is not the end. So I, I'm not, I know I got a little off topic there, but I wanted to be able to share that with you guys because it's going to be so important for you guys to understand this and, and remember this, especially in the times that we're in now. So I want to talk about another myth that keeps you stuck and scared. People think that their job is secure as long as they do what is expected of them. But this is not true because if you only do what is expected of you, it's easy to like just blend in with everybody else. It's easy to get comfortable. It's easy for your skills to start to grow stale. It's easy to just get in, in the everyday, okay, I do this, I do this, and then I'm gone. It's easy to fall into that trap when you just want to think about what is it that you hired me to do. Now, I do want to bring out the other side of that. I don't think that you should be going above and beyond without it moving you towards something. I do believe that if you want to start to think outside the box and you want to start to exceed expectations, because you guys know that I do believe that uh, for myself, I do everything in excellence because it's about me. But I do believe that if you want to start to go outside of the box of what they hired you for, it needs to be strategic. It needs to be in alignment with your goals and it needs to allow you to be in a place to where, you know, this is going to lead me somewhere. Again, it's not about you trying to exceed expectations to prove something. It's about you wanting to exceed expectations because there is something that is being built right? That you are on your way somewhere. So I'm definitely a big believer in you being able to be strategic in the moves that you make and you doing what is what they expect you to do. That does not make your job secure. That does not allow you to advance in your role. And that is not where the money is. They are wanting to look for somebody that is going to be proactive, somebody that is able to think ahead, somebody that is able to not just focus on what is happening at the moment, but what is what is down the road. This comes with you, again, being able to master where you are. This comes with you being able to know what your core skills are. This comes from you, again, having goals. You being able to understand their goals. Because the goals that they have and the goals that you have are separate. But you need to have your mind on both of them. And so the only way that you can even start to really add real value is whenever you go above what it is that they hired you for. But again, I want you guys to pay attention because you do need to be paid for this. Again, I'm not saying just go to work and just do all these excellent things and don't expect nothing. No, you ought to be an expectation of something. There is an example, right? So let's just say that you go eat somewhere and let's say that you see wings and fries. So, you know, you're sitting there and the wings of, and those fries, they're, they're good. You know, you're like, oh, okay, this, this food is good. But as you're sitting there and you are starting to eat these wings and fries, remember that they are good. You know, all of a sudden they just 
come with this new dipping sauce. And you're like, oh, what's this? Right? Because you know that the sauce that I asked for was ranch and it's here and it's good. But they say, hey, can you try this sauce here? And you're like, oh, okay, this sauce is excellent. You automatically feel like what they did was valuable. Why? Because it went outside of what you actually wanted. And so that's a small example, but I want you guys to understand the point. If I would have went there and just had the fries and the ranch and the wings, I would not have been upset. Oh, the food is good, right? It was hot. It was fresh. But now that they came in and they, and they started to add these extra things, now when I leave, I'm like, oh, that was excellent. And what, what made it excellent was because they brought something to me that I didn't even think that I really, first of all, I didn't even know that they even had the sauce, right? <laughs> and then also they, they came with something just out the blue. So now my mind wasn't on, oh, this place is great, you know, because I ordered the wings and the fries. But this place was great because they, they came with something else that I did not expect when I walked through the door. So think about that when you are even in your own career. Start to think about, hey, I do have this expertise. I have been in this role for a while, but what else am I able to do? Or what else am, am I able to bring forth that is going to allow me to go a little bit beyond where I am now? Because remember, this is not about you sucking up. This is about your growth. This is about you being able to advance. This is about you being able to stretch yourself and also being able to set yourself up for success. And so I want you to start to really think about what, what are ways that you're able to add value first in the role that you are in now. And a lot of times it's not that hard at all. Start to really think about those gaps. What are the gaps there that you see? Because a lot of times it's easier to just be like, oh, they doing this wrong and, and they doing that wrong. And then, so it's easy to really lean more into hey, this is what's being done wrong. And it's easy to just want to sit back and fuss about it. But start thinking about, hey, what are ways that I can add value here? And remember how you are adding value. Remember these things. So many people don't even track what they do at work. All they do is just work, 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 work. They have all these great results and they don't even remember or track. And so when it's time to ask for a raise, they're scared to death. Though they don't realize that they do, they have been exceeding expectations, but they feel like they don't have anything to, leverage and you got tons of stuff but you don't track these things you don't really hold into account what you've already done right so i don't want you guys just doing great things at work and not leveraging them because remember this is not about you trying to prove to them that you are valuable this is about you wanting to build and put yourself in a, in a state to where you can be successful now what i want to do is i want to move on to job security means you keep your head down and you avoid risk that's another myth. It means that if I just keep my head down and avoid any kind of risk, that that's going to make my job more stable. That does the opposite. It's so, so, so important for you to understand and realize that it is of a necessity to come out of your comfort zone, not just in your career, but in your life. You will never see the success that you want or desire if you do not get out of your comfort zone. If you do not get used to being uncomfortable at times. Because the thing that you want on the other side of your comfort zone. So I want you to stop trying to lean more into what feels comfortable and lean more into what is it that you need to do to get to that next level. And again, if this is something that you need help with, book a call with me, okay? Because it is important to get to the point to where you are not just thinking about, because you will be surprised how you will, you will literally train yourself to do those things. Because what you'll do is you will train yourself to lean more into what feels comfortable. Right. So where you will literally avoid anything that that looks hard, anything that looks like, oh, I don't know what that is. You will automatically avoid it because you, you trained yourself to really go after, OK, this is going to make me feel comfortable. But you have to be able to realize what it is that you are really saying, because we think that we stay in the, in that zone to feel comfortable. But 
what it is is that you stay in that zone to feel safe. It's like you stay in a zone to either feel safe or to feel in control because you like, I only do the things that I know how to do because for one, it allows you to feel like you have control and it allows you to feel safe. But remember that success that you want is on the other side of that. And so look for opportunities in your career that's going to allow you to expand beyond where you are now. Because I always say you can only go as far as you grow. So if you only stay here, there's no way to, to see anything else beyond that. And so do not think that you being able to take this safe road, that is not going to lead down the path of success. That leads to you feeling stuck. That leads that that leads you to you feeling frustrated. And it does that because you know that you want more. I want more, but you don't want to do more. The only way to see change is if you change something. Something got to change. And so you can't keep going in the same routine thinking if you do the same things that things are going to change. Nothing changes until something changes. Don't start thinking that if you choose the safe path or you only want to go for the jobs that you know how to do. Okay, but where 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 is the growth in that? Right. So I want you to start to really think about even in your career ways that you can start to make moves that is going to to stretch it. And again, it's not just about finding another job because I don't just only help my clients find a job. I even help them thrive in the role in the job that they already have. So this is not just about a new job, new job, race or chase. This is about you even being able to thrive in the role that you are in now, because, again, it's really about you needing to build on something. Right. So even if you are are fine with the job that you have now. Right. Because because not everybody has the oh, this is the job I hate. There are some people that like their job. Right. But they're still not thriving. And it's not because the opportunities are not there. It's just that because they don't push themselves to thrive. So I don't just help my clients find a new job. I help them also to know how to thrive in the role that they have now. So when they do decide to leave, they can leave with something. You need to have the mindset in whatever job that you're in that you leave better. Even if you don't leave with more money, even if you leave with the same job title, leave with something, leave with new soft skills, leave with new skills, leave with more people skills. Even if you like, girl, this place is toxic. These people in here, they always act in a fool. Okay, you ought to leave with more experience with being able to handle those kind of environments. So in the midst of you having to deal with, with folks that are hard to deal with, what skills did you learn? Leave with something. But I've learned to, Alicia, doesn't matter what, all the things here that you don't like. What are you What are you leaving out of this with? And so again, because it's not about them, it's about you. Even if you are in a position to where your job is not a job that you necessarily hate, but start thinking about what is it, what is it that I can leave here with? But it's hard to think about that when you always want to play it safe or you just always tend to want to just go with what's there and you don't have a mindset to look beyond where you are now. And it's the thing, you have to realize that you take risk all the time. So the idea of a risk is not something that I don't understand. No, you you understand it well. You understand risk well enough, but you do not understand it enough when that risk is about your success. You knew that dude was a risk. You heard all kind of things about him. You heard he was trifling. You ignored every red flag and the pit of your stomach. You knew it was a risk. You're like, I should not be wasting my time. You knew it, but you took the risk anyway. You got no reward out of it. And so we know how to take risk on foolishness. So how much more when it comes to your success? How much more should you be more apt to step outside of the box? There's a lot of times when you'll find yourself being more excited to take risks for your family or your friends. But every time it comes down to you being able to like have the same energy for you. Oh, absolutely not. I want to show you that so you can know that you do take risk. But for some reason, when it comes down to you, 
you'll find every reason not to. And a lot of times people will not take the risk they know that they should is because they really don't believe that they are worth the risk. And the reality is you are, right? So it's really important to shift your mindset, not just thinking about if I do this, what are the things that I'm going to lose? But think about what are the things that you'll gain? When I talk about risk, I'm not talking about, it doesn't always have to be these big, huge things. Sometimes it's just simply you. Say that you are at work and you know that you got some ideas that you want to share. Okay, the risk of that could be that, that they could very well think to think that those ideas are dumb. But you know that you need to work on speaking up for yourself more. You know that you need to really stand out more at work. You know that you need to bring more awareness to what it is that you do. You know all these things. But the risk is, hey, I could share this and they could think my idea is dumb. So that's always a risk. But also think about what could you gain? You could share the idea and they think that the, the idea is awesome. And also, you also build up those, those skills there. Because being able to speak up, being able to really ask for the things that you need, y'all, that's, that, those things are skills. That's not something that everybody is, like just has. That's a skill. That's why I tell people, if you're scared to ask for the things you need at work, chances are you are like that in every area of your life. So if you know that that's a skill that you need, you really need to take advantage of that opportunity every time it come up because you're like, I need to be able to build this skill up. A lot of times, even this week, I was with one of my clients I was talking to and she was saying how she did there was something at work and she actually spoke up for that thing. And so now she's like, she's kind of unsure because they have to meet in whatever. Um, and so she's not sure that if the thing that she wants, if it's something that she can actually get. And I said that even if you don't get the thing you asked for, you asked for it. That skill was made stronger because every time you ask for something that you want, that skill gets stronger and stronger and stronger. Even if it doesn't go in the way that you think that it should go, that skill is still there. And that's why you cannot think the only time I'm going to ask for something, or I will say it like this, you can't be one that you only ask for things that you know that they're going to say yes, because it happens all the time that, that people will only ask for things. They know that that's the thing that, okay, cool. There, there is no kind of um, friction. So you ask for the things that are easy, but you don't realize that there is no skill that is being built there because a skill is only really built a lot of times through resistance of, of some sort. For example, you go to the gym. If you only lift in a two pound weight, okay, so this weight is not, it's not really that heavy. So yeah, it feels real easy, you know, but you go lift a, pound, a weight that's, I don't know. 30 pounds. You're like, child, I feel some weight here. And what happens is, is because that weight is something that you usually can't do, right? That arm just, it just starts growing and growing and growing. Why? Because there was some resistance there. So even think about that in your career. Don't just ask for the things that you know that they're going to do. Ask for things that you know that they, they, they could say no to this. Great. That skill is being built up because it's also a skill to be able to hear the word no and it don't affect your character. It's a skill to be able to hear the word no and still show up with the right attitude. So even if you don't get the answer that you want, learn how to milk everything that you go through. Let nothing go to waste. So even if there are times when you ask for something and the answer is no, now you get to learn the skill of being able to handle the word no and you do not allow it to make you feel like there's something. You now are able to have a skill built to where you don't keep internalizing no and always thinking that there's something wrong with you. That's a skill too. It's another skill to when you have heard the word no and to give some pushback. Now, when I say pushback, it doesn't mean you get an attitude. It just means that you just tend to just let me learn being able to ask for feedback. Being, being able to ask for feedback is a skill. So after you heard the word no, ask why and not feel guilty to ask why. That's a skill. When you're able to ask why and not be concerned about them. Like, I don't want to ask why because they may think. 
it's not about what they think. It's about you being able to get an understanding because you having um, the understanding that you need is one, it will allow you to understand why they said no in the first place. It's going to allow you to know what gaps you should feel. And it's going to allow you to know that if they said no, that just means that they cannot meet your expectations. Because sometimes you being told no ain't nothing to do with you. They just can't meet your expectations. Great. Now you know that it's time to move on. So hope you guys are seeing why it's so important to be able to get these skills and to have conversations and to be able to ask for the things that you need. You need all of this. You need it all. So even if you find yourself in an environment that you like, oh, girl, these, these people do X, Y, and Z. Great. Now let's deep dive and like, let's build some skills. So when you leave here, you leave better. I always say we don't leave what? Don't leave what? Bitter. We leave better. It's not about them. It's about you. Because all these skills you learn at work, you, you use these skills with your family. You use these skills with your spouse. You use these skills with your friends. You even use these skills with yourself. You need all this. And so lean more into, again, not just thinking about if you have that tough talk, if your ideas are not received the way that you think you think that they should be received. If the folks at work don't really vibe with you the way that you think that they should, or you don't feel like the people at work shows you the respect that you think, don't focus on what is it that I can learn from this. And I think it's really important because it's all about you being able to build character and people don't talk enough about this. Everybody want a great career. Nobody wants a great character. Y'all being able to build that. So much. I'm, I'm stopping so much. I can say about that. That that will bring you further than your skills. Character will bring you further than your skills will. Having that is what is going to allow you to to be able to enjoy and sustain your goals character. And so even if you're at a job right now, you're like, Alicia, I can't get the pay I want. Good. How are you able to improve your character in this as you plan for your next move? Because how you leave this job is going to set you up for how you show up in your next job. And people complain about people too much. Y'all, they're everywhere. People are everywhere. You can't escape people. Every excuse can't be about people. Oh, this person did this. This person did that. This person did this. They're everywhere. They are in your house, work, school. They at the grocery store. They at church. They down the street. They live right on side of you. <laughs> people are people and people are everywhere. So you can't make your career about them. You got to learn how to deal with them. And the higher that you advance in your career, the more you have to deal with people. And so why not learn how to deal with them? And so anytime you have a goal or an expectation or this or a dream, they are there. People are there. Or you will have to deal with them to reach that goal. So ain't no getting around them, friend. They'll always be there. So I want you to lean more into what is it about me that I can fix or change or, or heal that's going to help me to be able to just deal with people in a way that I'm able to build skills and still reach my goal. Okay. So, okay. The last myth is folks would think that if they stay in one path, that means that their job is safe. And that's not true either. You think that if I just stay in this one path, that means that the job that I have is secure. And that's not true either. Why? Because one, the way of the world is always changing. Everything changes every day. Two, you will really keep yourself in a box. And so it really goes back on my first point when I was saying that learn, get so in tune with your skills that the options that you have, because you'll find yourself always feeling stuck because you don't know what is available for you. You don't think you have any options. So you'll always feel stuck. But you start understanding, hey, I don't have to stay in this one path. That there are so many opportunities that's outside of it. So start to really lean on what is it that, that you can really do that allows you to maybe use your skills in a different way. Because remember, y'all, things are changing. You know, now we got this whole AI stuff. 
and people thinking, oh, this is going to take my job. It may take some jobs, but it'll also make new jobs. So again, this is not a time to be scared. This is really a time to be clear and to know what options are available and, and also to know what skills align with the skills that you have. Now, this is the time to get clear, not scared. And so I don't want you to keep thinking that if you just stay in one straight line, that the success that you want is on the other side of that. Because, you know, when you find yourself at work saying, Alicia, I'm bored. I don't want to do this. I don't want to do that. It could be time for you to use your skills in a way, in a way that you never even thought. You are bored, right? Because you are doing the same thing over and over again. You do need a change, right? But don't think that the, the only way to keep my job secure is if I keep on doing what it is that I'm doing now. A lot of people are starting to see even now in times are changing. There are folks that are not seeing the success in their job search as they think that they should see. Why? Because they're using old strategies. They are using strategies that don't work no more. I hear all the time, Alicia, I've, Alicia, I've applied for 800 jobs, 1,000 jobs, 1,200 jobs. I'm like, oh, 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 oh. And you haven't heard anything back at all? Something's off. I'm saying right now, if you are in a job search, it's time to go deep, not wide. You just hitting apply, that's doing just that. Now, it could end up being just a numbers game because there are some people that will treat their job search like some kind of like, you know, lottery, meaning if I do this enough times, I'll get something out of it. When you think about it, if you do a thousand applications, you could possibly get one because you are doing a lot. But for one, you don't have to, a job search is hard, but you don't have to work that hard. A job search is hard, but don't make it harder than what it needs to be. But you make it harder than what it needs to be when you don't want to think outside of what you know, even with the clients I work with. Your job search needs to be planned around you and your role. Because, you know, if you're in, tell you an example, say that you're looking for a job in tech. This is just an example. And say this other guy is, right now he's looking for a job in manufacturing. This is just an example. We know the tech field just got hit hard. They've been laying off people, but they're still hiring. Don't get it twisted. They are still hiring. They, they are not hiring as many people, but they are still hiring. But there are different strategies that you have to do in order to get into a field that is not doing a whole bunch right now. And this is what people don't realize. Like, like even in these fields, when we're talking about tech and things like that, they are hiring. But people are what? Folks leave their job every day. And guess what? They still got to fill the job. But it's just about different strategies and you being able to know, first of all, the roles that you're going for. So this isn't like a, okay, let me see what job I can apply for today. Any, mini, money, mowing. That's going to frustrate you. Also knowing what is going on in the current field that you, you know, want. What are those nutrients? And this is something I study all the time so I can give my clients these stats and stuff so it can be fresh because what worked six months ago may not work right now, right? So lean more in understanding. Again, it all goes back to you being able to master something. If you do want to move into a new field, learn about it. Again, this is not only about you being able to find a job. This is you being able to build a skill. Because they, they, there are some people who they always give up when things get tough. I used to be the same way. Anytime something get hard, I don't, don't want to do that no more. I'm done. Just anytime, anytime there was something that it called for something more than I thought I'm going to have to give. Oh, I don't want to do that no more. I'm done. But I had to break that skill and thank the Lord because I'm like, like now I have a husband. My marriage would not have been able to survive that if I was, every time something got hard, I just quit. Again, building up a skill is a skill to to keep going into something, even though you don't see no results at, at that time. It's a skill to keep on when you are doing something and it seems like it don't work. It's a skill, but also know when to ask for help. Know when to be able to lean in on, hey, I could be doing something wrong here. There, there might be something in my job search that needs, who I think I, sh I should have this tweaked, right? So it is a healthy balance of being able to keep going when things get tough, but it's also 
the concept of being able to know when you need to ask for help or when something needs to change as well. But also it's a skill of you having the mind that even though that, that this thing is hard to keep moving and to tweak at the same time, don't stop. Momentum is the hardest thing, you know, like to gain because once you get started, okay, all right. It's easy to find your own little path, but it's, it's the getting started part and being able to find yourself in a flow, but you'll never find yourself in a flow if you're up, right? So I don't want you guys thinking that, again, if you stay in one path, that means that that job is going to be safe. Child, no. Even with the clients I'm working with, I say, you really need to get clear on, like, I help them to get clear on what are those skills that we're going to move forward with. I sit down with them. I help them explore their skills. And then I actually build an actual plan for them. Road mapping. I say, okay, I allow them to see you are here. These are the skills that you have here. These are some gaps that I see. These are ways to fill those gaps. This is, and I show them the opportunities they have. And every single time they are completely shocked because they thought the only option that they had was the, the option that they have now. And then I also show them different paths that they're able to take in there. Like you are not in a box. You have options. You have options. Tough time. I said in a quotation mark, right? Because I know that it is tough for some, but it's not tough for everybody. But even in these times, you have options. Because sometimes you need options to hold you over. Like, Alicia, I have this goal. This goal could take another year. Sometimes you need options in your times when you have to wait. Sometimes you need options for that. So you don't feel like everything has to go this way. No, it doesn't. Because the goal can't just be the goal. It has to be about more than just the goal. And so I don't want these myths guys that keep in a box this small, start thinking outside of that box. Start to really think about what could be next for you. Even if you're not in the mind to look for another job, what could be next for you in your new role or the role that you have now? Start to look for strategies that you can start to thrive in the role that you have now. Start to find ways that you can allow the role that you have now to set you up for what is next for you. Because again, even if you're not looking for a new job, I think it's important to have that expectation of what could be next for me, because there should be a next, a next something, a next role, a new job, more money. It needs to be something next, you know, skills, growth. Think about all that because you need a next because anytime you have that itch of, oh, I think I want to do something else. That means that you have changed. Something about you has changed. The thing that you once enjoyed, you don't enjoy no more. Something about you has changed. So now it's important for you to really lean in and see what is it about me that has changed and start to just honor that change. Don't see it as a bad thing because it's not as good. You've grown. So now be able to identify, and something I help my clients with, be able to identify what, what is it that I've actually started to see that shift that's been made. Because the very shift is so important to, to know what has changed. And sometimes the change is not really anything to do with your work life. It could just be about you. Hey, you know, now in life, I've noticed that, you know, there are certain things in life that I want. A family, a child, a house. You may just want to just travel more, whatever the case may be. Okay, there has been a shift. So now this this job that you have now has a really tight, you like, girl, this job, have you working 10, 11 hours a day? And then, and then when I'm here, I'm like, I'm in my desk and I feel stuck and I can't, because now things have changed. And so now it's time for you to be able to lean in on that chain because you're like, I like what I do. I just need to be able to really just have more control over what it is that I do. That's why it's important to identify what has changed in you. So you know the right move to make. 
But most people don't take the time to really think about that. All they think about is, I don't want to do this no more. And so you hop into a job search and you run into the same thing that you, and you're like, why is it that when I keep getting these jobs, I just keep getting the same old? Because you're not getting clear on what that next move needs to be. You have to get clear on what is it that needs to be honored in this next season. Sometimes it's like, man, I need more money. I was talking to my friend the other day. We were talking about something. She said, oh, girl. She said, this thing is just so expensive. I'm trying to pray and just say, God, make the price go down. I said, sometimes we always want to pray for God. Make it more, you know, cheaper. I said, sometimes you need to pray and say, God, I just need more money. I'm just going to be honest. And, and it's not out of greed. God, open a door so I can just have more resources. Not, you know, let the price go down. No, sometimes you just need to be to get more resources. And so, you know, this next move for you is about, I need, I really need to be paid more money. Now we know what to focus on, in on, which is how do you, first of all, it's, it's about you being able to be aware what skills is in high demand right now. So it could be about you being able to lean more on those skills, or you may need to learn some new skills. So do you see how that you... When you find yourself clear, now you know what moves to make. Because it's not just about you just making a move or just making a plan. It's about you being able to make the right moves and the right plan. And it's about you being able to know what to focus on at what time. Like for me, you guys know I've owned my own business now for three and a half years now. And one thing that has saved me so much time is my coach. Yes, I have a coach. And she helps me to know what to focus on. Because I'm the kind of person, I will do all the things all the time. I will stay with a list to do <laughs> with 15, 20 things. But when I hired my coach, my coach was able to tell me, hey, you don't need to really be, you know, focusing on that. We need to lean more into what is going to move you in the right way. Because you could be spending time in your job search at work, like in your mind, it's like, I have a desire to actually advance in this role, but you're spending time on the wrong things. But you only know what to spend time on when you've gotten clear on what your goal is, or when you've gotten clear on what needs to change. So it's all about you being able to have the right perspective and being able to know when you need to move and how you need to move. Because a lot of people know that they need to move, but they don't know how to, and they don't understand why they need. Right. So this is something that I want you guys to really think about. And if you are one, you're like, Alicia, I really need to get clear on what this next move is for me. Book a call with me so I can sit down with you and help you to get clear on what is this next move? What is it that you need in this next move? If you are one that that you do need to, to and when I say this next move, it doesn't mean new job. It just means you overall. What what could be next? Right. So. If this is something that you need help with, please hit me up. You can go to, um, well, I'm on LinkedIn. So if you're on LinkedIn, you can hit me up on LinkedIn and have a call scheduled with me. This is something that I can help you with is to help you to identify what is next for you. Those things that need to be in place as well. So I definitely enjoyed my time with you guys. And so um, you guys have a wonderful day. Bye. Bye, y'all. Thanks for listening to this episode of Career Revamp. You can listen to this on demand wherever you listen to your podcasts. You can also find Alicia Perkins on all social media platforms or at IamAliciaPerkins.com.